right, well, welcome, everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller. So glad to have everybody here on our Monday morning Limitless Tribe Call. Uh, this is every Monday morning at 10 a.m. So glad to have all of you here with us today. If this is your first time on the call, I just want to give you a massive welcome. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is uh, where we get to talk about breakthrough, where we get to talk about what we're learning every single week, and, uh, and experience more and more and more growth. It doesn't just stop at our three-day Limitless event, which, by the way, we just had this past week, and it was unbelievable, just phenomenal. What a wonderful experience. I want to thank all of those who were there and participated and, and brought your friends and family. Uh, we had been talking about and promoting uh, this last Limitless uh, for a number of different reasons. And for those of you that were there, got to take advantage of both uh, learning more about intimacy in your marriage as well as learning how to increase your financial abundance. Those were two of the main topics in our VIP sessions. Of course, along with everything else, we introduced some new processes, and it was just a, a tremendous time. So I want to he give a huge thank you to everyone who came out to support and participate uh, in, in that amazing event. Um, just a couple, a couple announcements before we really jump into things today. Uh, May 5th, uh, there's going to be an abundance dinner at Chris Crone's home. Chris, are you there? I sure am. Want to talk yep. about this abundance dinner you've got going on? You know, Stephen, um, you, you know, the idea was inspired that it would be great to have, invite people over to my house and, and enjoy a nice dinner together. And um, me and some of the leaders are going to get together and we're going to have some conversations about how you step into the abundance of life, and uh, we're going to be talking about abundance in your health, wealth, in your connections, and your personal power. And so, it's really hosted for our Limitless Tribe, and it's um, especially to create space for all the individuals out there that you know their first brush with Limitless is not going to be a three-day event. That's either too big of a commitment, or maybe they're a little bit nervous. And so, it's for tribe members to invite friends and family that they haven't been able to get to Limitless to come spend an evening at my home. And so it's free dinner for everyone as long as you bring a guest that hasn't been to Limitless. And uh, we've got some special gifts to give everyone that evening. It's going to be very casual. And um, we did something like this once before and ended up being a beautiful way to help a lot of people get introduced to Limitless. And, and many people ended up coming to the event as a result of having a nice casual date night. So it's going to be on this Friday the 5th at 6 p.m. at my house, and uh, people can register for it if they've got guests. For you know, as long as you're bringing someone that hasn't been to Limitless, uh, then get yourself also registered. And you can do that on LimitlessMentor.com. Awesome, that sounds exciting. And uh, first of all, I can't even believe it's May already. <laughs> uh, the, the year is, is flying by. We have so many things that have been happening and going on. It's been such a wonderful year. So. Uh, Come join us May 5th at the Abundance Dinner, 6 p.m. at Chris Crone's home. Again, to register, go to LimitlessMentor.com. Now, uh, there's a couple other things that are happening uh, here coming up in the not-too-distant future. Uh, we've got our new six-figure mentor uh, event, and that's May 25th and 26th. you want to tell us a little bit about that, Chris? You know, Stephen, we've had, uh, we were able to celebrate last week at Limitless uh, a number of individuals who had some massive financial breakouts in the last 30 days, and uh, the reports keep coming in on the greater success they're continuing to have. So we decided to put on a two-day event dedicated to teaching people a very specific mentor funnel. And during the two days, we're basically going to show people exactly how a whole host of these individuals have stepped into six figures. And these are people who have been either 
they, they're either mentors or they've been wanting to become mentors for some time and they've been chipping away and they've been working at it. But no, no level of significant success has happened except for in the last 30 days. And so we're going to reveal exactly and train everyone up on what we're doing with these individuals. You know, because our belief is the more people we can launch as successful mentors, the more healing goes around the world, the more people we, we can help, the more lives we can touch and change. Awesome. So again, that's May 25th and 26th. And the, do they go as well to LimitlessMentor.com to register for that, or where do they go they to register? They do. Yep, okay. LimitlessMentor.com. Awesome. Yep. Now, also, uh, Chris, I know that there's something that uh, you've been super excited about for a long time, and this is, you know, I've, I've heard you say a few times, this is kind of the culmination for you. This is one of your life's work um, coming up in August, actually August 17th through August 19th, We've got out, you've got your uh, marriage makeover course. And uh, I mean, this is a, a complete three-day event all dedicated towards marriage, specifically couples that are married. And uh, I know that uh, you've got limited space here for this event. I believe only 86 uh, couples can, can register and come to this event. Uh, anything else you want to tell them about that? You know, Stephen, it is going to be a dramatic and powerful marriage makeover moment for three days. I'm going to be bringing some of my most dramatic processes to the stage, things that Clint and I have gone through and that we've had a chance to experience. And um, they're really going to be pushing couples to the limit. Uh, some couples I know are going to want to attend because they love working on their marriage. Uh, but the program is especially designed for individuals that are really stuck in their hurting. And there's a lot of problems that we deal with in marriage that we do not talk about openly. Things that we don't want to talk about with the public, we don't want to talk about with family, we don't want to talk about friends, and you know what? We don't even want to talk about it with our spouse. So this is to create three days where everything we're not talking about gets to be discussed, and we're going to attempt to overcome it. And uh, the processes um, that I'm going to be bringing to the table there are things that have never been seen at Limitless, and there are things I've only experienced either in my marriage or with a very few private couples in one-on-one. -on -one. They are dramatic. They're life-changing. They're powerful. And so um, it is only going to be for couples. This is not uh, a great uh, – this is a workshop. So this is going to be very hands-on. It's going to be very active. Uh, and we're going to be, it's going to be filled with having the real conversations, the hard conversations, the needed conversations, uh, because on a regular basis, Stephen, I keep meeting couples that finally when they get their, to their deepest moments are willing to confide in the level of stress and frustration they're dealing with in their marriage. And it's so embarrassing and so difficult talking about things like sex and intimacy. These are things that people just don't know where to go for help. And um, I'm not planning on ever putting on this event again. I just feel inspired uh, for this one-time event to be a place of massive transformation and healing for marriages to really step out of all of their years of broken patterns and to really step into two individuals coming together and becoming a power couple. That's powerful. Thank you. Um, great. And so our, our last uh, announcement for this morning before we jump in is, again, this, next, uh, this month coming up here in just a few weeks, uh, May Limitless is going to be May 17th through the 19th. We've got some amazing guest speakers again uh, for our VIP sessions. Uh, many of you have probably heard the names uh, of these two uh, individuals that I'm going to talk about right now, the first one being Ann Webb. Uh, Ann Webb is, is truly just an amazing individual. She's the one that's been 
helping to head up a lot of our Africa trips that have been happening. And uh, she's going to be giving away her entire life vision system. This, this, this system is tremendous. It's something that Chris and I learned years and years ago from her, and I'll tell you, it is truly powerful. Wait till you hear her story if you haven't yet. Uh, that's going to be tremendous. And then, of course, we've got Stacy Harmer, who's uh, part of our tribe, has been part of some of our higher-level programs, also an amazing mentor in her own right, and she's going to be giving away her Vibrant Living coaching program for free. So you don't want to miss this coming up, Limitless, May 17th through the 19th. You're going to want to be there, register, and get your people registered as well. All right. Well, with that, Chris, um, I'm going to go ahead and turn the time over to you. Let's jump in. Awesome, Stephen. I really appreciate it. Hey, everybody, we've got a familiar voice on the phone today. We've got, I've asked Gerald Rogers. It's been a long time since we've seen and heard from our friend Gerald. (laughs) And uh, we've got Gerald on the call today. And uh, we're going to be talking about some of his favorite topics that he loves to mentor people in. And I thought today would be a great treat for people to have an opportunity to hear from Gerald. I know that Gerald poked his head in at the end of this last Limitless, and man, there was quite a line of hugs. So Gerald, thank you for um, thank you for clearing your schedule that you could be on today. Yeah, I am so excited, and it truly it it just feels like you know I'm with my soul family, and coming to Limitless last week was so fun to just be in that energy and to be bombarded with hugs, and I just am so grateful for that. And I also want to just take a quick side note and say, Chris, I'm so excited about that marriage program. Krista and I are for sure signing up for that, and look forward to experiencing that. So really excited about everything you're creating and yeah, I'm excited about you. that transformation. Awesome, brother. I appreciate that. Well, today we're going to be talking about the full script of the four personalities and um, specifically how they pertain to how we do relationships, how we do our time management, how we influence people, because when we can unlock who we are in our personality type, it gives us the ability to unlock that in other people and to really have far more meaningful conversations. Um, you, you know, I remember, Gerald, when you introduced this to me almost two years ago, that, um, you know, I, I've been through a lot of decoding systems, but I'd never really applied these personality different systems to how I was interacting with people. And, you know, my interactions with people have changed grossly since that time because once you understand more where people are coming from, it makes it makes it a lot easier to connect with them authentically and genuinely. So why don't you start us out on that? Yeah, and that's so powerful because in the years that I've studied personal development and human behavior and, and what it means to live you know, at our peak potential, this has been one of the most valuable things that I've studied. Number one, because the more we understand personalities in general, the more we understand ourselves. The more we understand ourselves, the more we can understand what motivates, drives us, what, what are moving towards um, values and are moving away from values. And, and it really helps us to step into our highest potential when we understand who we are and what our natural soul script is. Number two, by understanding that, it helps us understand how to engage with the world and engage in relationships. And, and from the space, whether it be our intimate relationships or relationships with work or relationships with potential clients, it gives us like this deep insight into how they see the world. And the moment we can understand their paradigm is the moment we can really begin to really begin to receive um, an understanding and appreciation of who they are. And 
then how to influence or to support them or to just value them as individuals. And so it's, it's so important. And, and what I've noticed is because of these tools, I can sit down with someone and, and within the course of five minutes, I can understand what personality, what soul script they're operating from. And, and it's amazing how often people say to me, it's like, wow, I feel like you understand me better than I do. And I'm like, it's, it's probably because I do, you know, because after you understand these patterns, you realize that we're all wired in, in very, you know, unique but very um, predictable ways, you know, and, and the moment you truly understand these things is the moment you can, can really get into someone else's world to support and serve them in, in their highest and best journey. So I'm, I'm so excited to dive into it deeper, and I know our time is short today, but I'm excited to offer as much value as possible to support every one of you in, in learning how to master these things. Awesome, Gerald. Well, I really appreciate that. Well, let, let's jump right on in. Where do you want to get started today? Um, I, I think number one, just let's break down the personality types because I, I know that – I don't even know if – do you still train on these things at Limitless? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we do every single time. So everyone's really okay. clear on okay, good. where your visionary good. Okay, that's great. So as long as there's that, that, that foundation in place, we only need to touch on that really briefly. But from there, I really want to dive into understanding the strengths, the weaknesses, and then the core motivators and drivers. And so for anyone out there that is a, you know, in business or in sales or in any sort of leadership thing, this will really help you understand how to serve your people better. And so let's just go through each of the different, you know, personality archetypes and, and just talk about these things. So... Perfect. Let's, uh, um, let's, there, start, let's start with my favorite one. Warrior. The warrior. The warrior should always lead, right? The warrior should always be <laughs> first so because, <laughs> because, uh, because this is one of the greatest strengths of the warrior. They're leaders. They're drivers. They are determined to get to the destination. The warrior energy is, is very extroverted and outgoing, and it's very, it's very fierce and sometimes demanding. The warrior energy is the natural leader archetype because the warriors lead with this natural charismatic confidence. You know, this is one of the reasons why so many people are drawn to you, Chris, is because with your strong warrior energy, people are like, oh, my gosh, he, he looks like he, he knows where he's going. Let's follow him. And, and through that, you create massive results in the warrior energy. And, and that's what the warrior is about. It's like creating results, getting to the end outcome, like doing whatever it takes to move through any barrier, any obstacle to get things done. And these are some of the greatest strengths of the warrior. Anything else you want to add in terms of the strength of the warrior, Chris? You know, I, I would add that even though there's four personalities, that there's not very many true warriors on the planet. This is something you can develop but if you have an objective in life that's really important, consider getting yourself saddled with a warrior because a warrior knows how to get things done. Sometimes it's about possessing the gift, and sometimes it's about the great arm of leverage where we surround ourselves with those who possess the gift. I think the strength of any great marriage is an understanding that when your partner possesses a gift that you don't, then together you possess it. You don't need to possess it yourself. It's already included in the power team. And so anytime you want to get to go anywhere in life and you're not getting there, you might want to consider how do I recruit a warrior to my cause? Yeah, I love that. And, and honestly, that was one of my favorite things in working with you because in my natural soul script personality, I, I tend to lead with visionary and healer and, and partnering with you and, 
in your warrior oracle energy made this amazing, amazing space of creation where we could come up with an idea and, and you were so, you're so fast to implement, faster than anyone I've ever known because when you step into that warrior energy combined with the oracle, you, you just get things done very, very quickly. And so for everyone out there, once again, just like Chris mentioned, all of us have warrior energy inside of us. And then we're going to be touching really briefly on how to activate that more fully. But, um, but in business or in different relationships, learning how to leverage the natural core strength of other people is really valuable. So, so that's huge. And, of course, with every personality, there is an inherent light or strength, and there's also an inherent shadow or weakness. And for the warrior, that shows up sometimes in, in very interesting ways. And, and we're just going to touch on this really quickly because this really helps us understand where the warrior gets to call and support from other people, you know, and, and some areas that may tend to be self-sabotaging behaviors that then you can be really, really conscious of so that, you know, you can, you can make strategies so you don't, don't end up destroying what you create. So, Chris, from your perspective, your experience of being such a dominant, strong warrior, what, what do you notice are some things that show up as, you know, the shadow side of the warrior energy? You know, the hindrance totally shows up in the desire to control, uh, to dominate, sometimes leading and stepping on toes, pushing in people out of the way. Um, you can be accused of being a steamroller. And sometimes you just, you, you can be quick to temper or anger or frustration hostility, and uh, it can show up in any great number of ways. And those are some of them. Yeah, and that's really powerful. See, understand that in the core strength of the warrior is this energy to get things done, and, and, and it's this extreme, extraordinary confidence, right? That's, that's a hallmark of the warrior energy. On the flip side, it can be perceived as very egotistical. It can be perceived as very... Um, uncaring and, and uncompassionate. It can be perceived as they don't care about anything. They're going to bulldoze and just to get their way. And, and so sometimes one of the shadows that a warrior deals with is, is a feeling that their way is the only way and they just need to move through whatever they need to do to, to get things done. And, and for other people, and, and because the warriors tend to be very straight to the point, it's sometimes hard for them to relate or to slow down enough to listen to a healer or to wait for the oracle to, to catch up. And so sometimes they, they, they burn bridges because of that. And, and sometimes also because of the warrior's impulsive energy, they don't collect all the details they need to before taking action. So those are some things just for the warrior to be aware of um, so that they can, you know, you know, compensate accordingly. Um, now, in terms of the core drivers and motivators, this is, this is where we get into the really juicy elements because every one of you have warriors in your life. You have people that are really strong, dominant, you know, alpha-type energies, and how do you motivate them? How do you enroll them to be part of your team? How do you engage them to buy one of your products? Like, what are the things that, that motivate them? Chris, for you, like, what are some of the biggest things that – you look for in opportunities, what are the things that are the main factors or values that cause you to make decisions? As a warrior, warriors want results. And so we're very motivated by being part of a group of people that are committed to working hard and getting something done. 
We generally like things happening fast instead of slow. We like being able to take action and be able to check things off our list that, that, we, that we did take action and that we can prove it because it's, there's this internal code that we follow that, that says we have to take action. Someone who's a warrior that doesn't take action and becomes a shutdown warrior, you know, that, that's one of the saddest things that I think the, the world can produce is a, is a shutdown warrior. Um, warriors can be motivated by systems, points, money, any type of outward result that shows that shows that, that they did something, that they conquered something, that they created something. Yeah, so powerful. And and all of these results-oriented things really drive a, a warrior to take action and to be engaged and to be involved with something. They want to know that there's there's a meaningful result for them, whether it be money or recognition or a chance to lead. So just for instance, if if – I was speaking to someone and enrolling them to come to Limitless, it would be a conversation. If I recognize that they're a warrior energy, the conversation would be something like, oh my gosh, you have to come to this. Um, this is an incredible movement, and they're looking for leaders like you, looking for people that want to make a difference. And, and there's amazing opportunities to surround yourself with other powerful people that are, that are changing the world in, in a meaningful way and, you know, you might touch on the financial opportunities or whatever else it might be. Those are core things because if, if a warrior feels like there's an opportunity to lead, if they feel like there's an opportunity for recognition, if they feel like there's something inspiring and, and bigger than something they've been playing with, those are all things that activate the warrior energy say, oh, yeah, let's, let's get in. They don't need a lot of details. They don't. They don't need the details. They just need to know um, that it's an opportunity for them to express their gifts and, and to lead. So, um, so that's, those are some really important things. Now, the next part that I want to talk about real quick is how to activate that warrior. And, and this is perhaps the single most important part of our conversation today. Because if you want more results, if you look at warriors like Chris or whoever else it might be, and like, oh my gosh, I wish I had more of that energy. I wish I was more confident. I wish I was a better leader. I wish, wish I you know, had more drive and more like, you know, personal ability to to stand in my power, whatever it might be. If you look at that, admire that, it's simply because it's a reflection of something that's inside of you that you want to awaken. So, Chris, I would love to have you share your perspective. What are, what are specific things that activate that warrior energy inside of you? For me, it's about having an opportunity. Um, sinking my teeth into an opportunity that I feel like is in alignment with my purpose and helping me make progress in my life, um, that's going to activate me every single time. Yeah. yeah and, and, so, and so for every one of us, when we are aligned with a purpose, it ignites this internal drive. And that's so critical in the warrior energy to feel connected to something bigger than you and to see that opportunity. And, and for the warrior energy, if, if, they have, if you have a specific goal that excites you and lights you up, just the making progress towards that driving goal activates more and more of that warrior energy because you're focusing on results. If you're wanting to activate more of your warrior energy, you're going to need to put aside some of your critical and analytical mind and just take action, just to take that leap of faith, to move forward and, and to embrace whatever fears, whatever emotions, and to do it anyways. And the more you overcome your fears, the more you take action, the more this warrior energy is, is activated inside of you. 
Yeah, one of the now, things, and it, Gerald, so I was going to yeah, just go throw in on that topic, that one of the things that I, I do every day, and anyone that's trying to activate more of that, we at the end of the day will be able to look, at, look back and say, I had very specific goals, I had very specific tasks, and I did them. And often in the other personas, um, achieving is less important or doing things is less important or rather it gets either put off or procrastinated. And so, you know, to activate that warrior, as you're prioritizing your day, start the morning out and make sure you have a clear list that if you were to accomplish everything on that list, you would feel accomplished. And as a warrior, if you want to activate that, then start your day with that and don't progress with anything else on your day until you've completed your list. That's going to help bring out that energy of, and for many people, this is a new pattern. There's a lot of people, Gerald, that they want to accomplish more. They want to do more. They want to, they want to see more results in their life, but they don't have a pattern of knowing what they want, having specific action items for the day, and then actually taking action on them. And this is something the warrior will do. Yeah, and, and, and this is really, really powerful, and I hope everyone's taking note on this because this is one of the most important things, especially as we talk about time management for the warriors, is having that list of things, okay, these are the things that get to get done today. And, and, and especially if you can start with the hardest and most important things first. And if you, can, if you can create that list and start knocking those things off your list with linear and, and direct focus, and focus is a key word here, not being distracted or, you know, like a visionary healer energy, which is going to be bouncing back and forth and chasing every, like, little shiny object. The warrior energy is, is looking at that checklist and say, I don't do anything else until this thing is complete, this thing is done. And, and as you start checking those things off, as you start getting those results, once again, it activates more of your confidence in that warrior energy. And then I think the other thing that I want to mention in terms of the warrior energy is it is a very physical, extroverted, outgoing energy. And so doing physical challenges is really important for the, the warrior energy, whether it be you know, going in and doing an intense workout at the gym or going on a hike and just moving your body. Pushing yourself to the limit is the best way for you to expand the warrior energy inside of you. And what I want to emphasize here is because all of us have each of these four elements inside of us, the more conscious we become in our ability to create our life, to create that limitless life, we realize that at any given time, we can activate that warrior energy when it's time to just get it done, when it's time to make things happen. And that's, that's what's critical to understand is, is as you become a conscious creator, as we talk about, um, when it serves and when it's time for you to be in your warrior, which it will be a lot of times, you'll know how to activate that and you'll have more and more of that confidence because you've done these specific things to, to develop that. So that's kind of a, a basic foundation of the warrior. And, and in your life, really look at where would it serve to show up with more warrior energy? Where would it serve you to stand with more confidence, more leadership? Where in your business would it be helpful for you to focus on results and, and be able to go for those specific goals? Warriors are amazing at sales because they come into conversation with undiluted certainty. Undiluted certainty in who they are, 
and the value that they create. And so as they're sitting with clients, they can say, you need to buy this, and here's why, right? And certainty is always the greatest asset in sales. But in addition to that, warriors are driven by results. You know? and, and so if you're looking to expand, if you're an entrepreneur, having this warrior energy to help you grow your business is absolutely critical. So hopefully these things you know, serve in, in terms of understanding the warrior energy and how to activate that. So let's hit the visionary. All right. I love this. I love this. And it's um, just time-wise, it's likely that we're not going to be able to get through all of them today. But I, I think it's really valuable to look at um, these contrasting energies. So while the, while the warrior energy is the archetype of the masculine, the warrior and the oracle are, are masculine energies and, and scripts within us, the visionary and the healer are the, the feminine ones, right? And by feminine and masculine, please, if, if you're attaching that to man and woman, please get rid of that out, out of your mind entirely because that's not the case at all. Like I mentioned, I tend to lead with a high visionary healer energy, and I'm also very secure in my masculinity as well. <laughs> but um, but it's, it's important for people to understand that because – um, because this really helps us to understand the contrast and the yin and yang that exists within all of us in terms of our energy. So, so the visionary, some of the greatest strengths of the visionary, our visionaries are playful. They're motivated by fun and joy, and they're naturally expansive. They love to grow and to learn. The visionaries are always so fun to be around because they're always looking for the next fun thing to do. And so Anytime there's a party, you can bet like a visionary is going to be there because they, they, just, they want to experience life through that lens of what's exciting, what's new. The visionary also um, is constantly changing, constantly evolving. And they tend to be extraordinarily spontaneous and they can go with the flow. This is why when you're around visionaries, it feels like they um, – they change their mind very quickly or they make decisions very quickly. Much like the warrior energy, their extroverted energy, which is very outgoing, they love to be the center of attention. They love to be on stage. They love to be recognized and, um, and acknowledged. And so, <laughs> and so <laughs> I just got a message from Josh David said, hurry up and wrap up the call so we can go play. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, let's go play. Like that, that's what motivates like a, a visionary is just like, oh, let's go play. Let's, like, like getting results is not important for the visionary. The journey is important. Like doing things is important, creating. Like for visionaries, we love expressing our artistic energy. And, you know, the end product is nice, but it's the creation which, which fuels and which drives us. So those are some of the things that, um, that are really, you know, are really some of the, the core gifts of, of the visionary energy. Anything you want to add to that, Chris? No, actually, I think um, that's the personality that I've had the most fun intentionally growing in the last two years is, is really intentionally developing this ability to play and to let loose and to relax. And, you know, yesterday um, I did something I haven't done in years is I picked up one of my favorite childhood books. Um, I used to read a lot of fantasy novels, and, I just I dug in several hundred pages and just sat back and my warrior says that, that reading a fantasy novel is a waste of time. And my visionary says 
that it's absolutely worth it. And it's amazing how I've got these two conflicting voices inside. And uh, it was fun really to give that time to the energy, to the visionary. Yeah. And, and, and that's really important because, you know, in, in, when we're unconscious, we tend to make these different parts of ourselves wrong. You know, the, the warrior will be judging the visionary and the healer. The healer will be judging the warrior and the oracle. Like, the visionary will be judging the oracle. Like, there's, there's a lot of self-judgment that happens within us when our energies are in conflict. Um, but when we become conscious, we can allow each of these parts to find fulfillment. And, and it's true. When we, when we recognize that the greatest way for a, a visionary to fulfill its purpose is to have fun, to find joy, right? This is so central to, to our experience of life. And, and for the visionary, when they're finding joy, that is them living in their highest and best purpose. And, and that's how they contribute most to the world. And, and for a visionary, if it's not fun, it's just not worth doing, right? That's one of, that's one of our core mottos. If it's not fun, then, then I'm like, why, why would we do it? Why would we choose anything that doesn't light us up? And and create that, that joy and abundance. And admittedly, for visionaries, there's a lot of inherent shadows that exist in contrast to the strength. And while they might be super spontaneous and it's easy for them to adapt to new situations, on the other hand, they're not very good about planning ahead. And while they're very good about you know, being extroverted and taking action, they may not always be good at following through and getting the result because they tend to change their mind. And while they're super motivated by fun and joy, the moment something gets hard, they tend to lose energy and lose motivation and lose drive and, and want to change plans and to chase the next shiny object. This is why the visionary energy tends to be the energy of the entrepreneur. Let's go create something. Let's go do something. Let's go make something happen. And I know this is a core strength of Chris's as well. And Chris is like one of these, um, I call him divergent individuals that has this ability to access every one of his energies very easily and very fluidly. Um, but this is important because the, the, vis, the visionary energy is the energy of the entrepreneur that wants to create and wants to do something. But without the supporting warrior and oracle, they don't have the, the ability to follow through and get the result. And so it's very common for visionaries to start a project or start a um, business and then to give up on it and jump into something else or for the visionary to take on three or four different business ideas all at the same time and not give the adequate amount of focus to any of them. And these are all obviously hard things when you're wanting to launch a business to not have that focus or that ability to follow through. Anything else you want to share and add to that, Chris? No, I just want to add that I think it is really important for people to develop focus in any of these personas. And that I, I think that um, you, know, you, you talk about that incredible balance between you know, a visionary that can be engaged in multiple different things or what happens when a warrior tries to do too many different things. When there's a special group of individuals I spend time with as I'm launching as mentors, and, and I'm reminding them that they can open up multiple marketing outlets but you'd only focus on one product or one business because you want to ultimately develop a foundation for your success. So you've got to drive all that focus into something single. And if you look at these different personas, you know, it's amazing that healers have the ability to stay long-term loyal to things. And visionaries, they can really hop from one thing to the next. And so 
weighing out the balance between those two and learning how to be hyper-focused on one thing and achieving with it and getting results from it before stacking something else into your life. Yeah, and, and this is one of the core things that I've had to learn in, in my life just because I've, I've naturally led with a visionary so much. There was a time where I would just start business after business after business and none of them would go anywhere. Like I, I, I couldn't even begin to count the number of businesses I started without ever getting it to a point where it was actually a sustainable business. And the, the shift for me happened when I learned how to activate the warrior, which is like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be motivated to start this for my visionary, but the warrior is going to be focusing on getting the result and following through it until it's done. So I can instantly come up with an idea. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to put on this event. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like this morning I woke up and it's like, I want to put on a youth event this summer, right? Like, like this, this idea is inspired and I'll immediately start taking action. But then I need the warrior and the oracle energy to make sure that it actually gets finished and gets completed without getting distracted and all of these other different possibilities that are there. And so having that, that very focused energy on whatever you're creating at the time is so critical. Um, and it's also critical as you're, as you're going through this to really tune into what are your core motivators and drivers. For the visionary, it's very simple. For the visionary, we're motivated by three things. The first thing, we're motivated, obviously, by fun. If it's, if it's fun, if it seems enjoyable, if it, if it will bring us more excitement into our life, we're in. Whether it's skydiving or jumping into a, a business opportunity or going to a party, it's all the same. It's just like, if it's not fun, we're not doing it. Like, if it is fun, it's like, oh, sure, why not? Let's, let's jump in, let's do it. The second thing that's really important about the vision and energy in terms of what drives us is we're driven by expansion. We love to grow. We love to, to feel like we're being stretched. And this is one of the gifts of the visionary because they look at everything as a learning or growing opportunity. Visionaries are so naturally optimistic that for a visionary energy, like nothing bad ever happens in my life. Like, I, I've never experienced a bad thing in my life. Everything's like, oh, wow, this is a, what an amazing, I, I, I always refer to my problems as accelerated learning opportunities. Like, when something totally unexpected happens and this challenge or hardship comes up, like, something's activated inside me. It's like, wow, how awesome is this? What do I get to learn? Why is God giving me this gift? And, and that becomes one of the greatest strengths of the visionary is because, because it allows us to adapt to change very quickly because we know that we're going to grow and expand because of that. And the third key that's really a driver and motivator, visionaries aren't really motivated by money. They're just not. Like, that's not like a core driver, but they are motivated by contribution. If they feel like they're going to be making a difference, they're, they're very much a relationship-based um, energy. And if they feel like they're going to be changing lives and making a difference and making a big impact in, the, in other people's lives, then, then they're in. They're excited. They're, they're ready for something. Um, they're, they're ready for something to, to happen if, if they know that people's lives are going to happen, like, changed. And that's, that's really the three core drivers for, for the visionary. So, Chris, if you're talking to a visionary and you want to enroll them to come experience Limitless, what would you tell them? It's all How would about you get a visionary to come? 
Yeah, it's all about yeah. contribution. It's all about fun. If I were reaching out to them, I'd say, oh my gosh, like I, I think of my friend um, Megan who did a beautiful job singing at Limitless. Like she's one of these consummate visionaries that comes to mind, and I, I just want to say, oh my gosh, Megan, I just finished doing probably one of the most fun things in my life. It was this crazy, awesome event called Limitless, and it was three days with all of these activities and um, meeting people and socializing and, and networking, and it was probably one of the most um, you know, outgoing type of events I've ever been to in my life, and I thought of you, and this is something I want you to come back to me and do with me, because it is going to be so much fun. Um, that, that's probably the approach and, I have with me. And, 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 and if, 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 if I get an invitation, I'm like, hell yes, I'm in, like, whatever it takes, yeah, I, whatever. And, and here's what's important about the visionaries is we don't want details. Don't, don't give us details. Details will turn us away. Details will, will completely shut us down. Like, don't give us details. Just say, trust me, just come. You're going to have a blast. Okay, I'm in, right? I'm in. And I don't even care how much it costs. Just, like, sign me up. Like, um, and, and you'll notice that visionaries tend to be spenders. Like, we... we, we we just we just spend like we're we're just not worried about money. So those are those are some really important things in terms of activating the visionary, because that part of you inside of you that um, that wants to have more fun, that wants to experience more of your, I think I call it your inner child. The more that part of you that wants to be more expressive, more outgoing, more connected, all of these things. It's a part that gets to be nurtured. The more you nurture it, the more easy it is for you to access it when it serves. So, Chris, what are your thoughts in terms of specific things that people can do to activate more of their visionary inside of them? So I actually plan visionary time every single week. Uh, it's important for me to have, um, you know, I call it Chris time. And um, Chris time is usually not being warrior. It's usually not being oracle. Um, those are the things that I do so naturally and um, in fact, my, my warrior and oracle can be so overriding that I will often not plan anything that uh, would really just be wild and fun and out there. And so, you know, for me each week, I, I basically block out my schedule, and it's my visionary time. And uh, it could be socializing with friends, could be going out, out into the mountains, anything that um, for me is devoid or free of accomplishment, um, you know, is something that would that would totally work. Like this week, I totally want to get back into the to the gym and and uh, and just work on my backflip. That would be such a blast for me. Um, I had a, a big breakthrough with it the other day, and uh, with with this was about a week and a half ago with Josh, and I can't stop thinking about it. And uh, you know, I was under the weather this last week, and I'm waiting to get better because I just want to get back there. I just want to hit that trampoline and just do flip after flip after flip. Really, no objective other than just to have fun. So. Plan it. Schedule it. Yeah, and, and this is really important. And just talking about the time management for the visionaries, if you have a strong visionary and you've tried to follow a time management schedule in the past, you've probably found yourself extraordinarily frustrated because you can't stick with it. You know, and, and this is what's interesting because you, you see like the Franklin Covey, you know, planner systems or all these other time management systems. And for the visionary, it's a total waste of time. Like I'm, I'm just speaking directly to you visionaries that are frustrated over and over and over again when you try to get yourself to stick to a schedule. It just doesn't work. 
because for the visionary, you're so motivated by change and you're so motivated like to have like a set schedule every single day. This is what you do. You wake up at this time. You have breakfast at this time. You go to work at this time. You sit in your cubicle. You do this work from this time to this time. That is the equivalent to death for the visionary. Like it just doesn't work. So for, for the visionary in terms of time management that does work is doing exactly what Chris is suggesting is, is making sure that there's enough variety in your schedule that, that you feel the change, you feel the op opportunity to adapt, and, and to build in specific days which are designed for you to completely nurture your visionary. And, and one of the time management systems that I, that I teach is, is having these three type of days. And this helps every one of your personalities to, to be able to succeed. The first day is a preparation day. This is the type of day where you spend dedicated time working out details, making plans, creating programs or products, or, or really kind of making sure your, your life is organized and making sure that you're ready for everything else. The second type of day is the power day. And these are the money-making days. These are days where you step fully into your warrior and you just get it done and you just focus your energy on, on all of those things that will make money in your business and bring those results in your life. And the third day is what we've been talking about right here, which is the play day. You know, where it's just like this is just you nurturing yourself in whatever way lights you up. Whatever brings you joy, that's what your visionary is cr crying for. So whether it's, you know, me calling up Chris and saying, hey, Chris, let's go longboarding. Let's go longboarding this Friday or let's go skiing or let's go skydiving, whatever it might be, right? All of those things help activate the visionary just knowing that you have space in which you can allow that to be fully expressed. And, and that also gives the visionary permission to step aside and let your oracle or warrior take charge sometimes. Because there's days where I get to focus on spreadsheets and, and preparing for an event and working on content. And some of these things the visionary would naturally resist. But as long as my visionary knows that, okay, if I get this done in this amount of time frame, then I can play from this time. Like, as long as the visionary knows that it has playtime coming up, it's willing to surrender space for the, the, um, the other energies to, to get the work done. And I think that's really important. And I think other things in terms of visionary, obviously connection, um, music is really valuable for the visionary to, to, to move and to dance and to, you know, to create. And anything that nurtures that personal creativity within in you, and whether it's doing art projects or, you know, like Chris, like painting skulls or, or making a quilt or um, whatever oh, it might be. Gosh. I, I know. Like, like those are, those are like beautiful like visionary things. It's like, okay, what can I create? What can I do new? And, um, and a big part of our visionary is, is, is expressing creating new products, right? So for me, like I'm always thinking, oh, my God, what's the next event I could create? What would be so exciting? Like I have my Awaken coming up this week. And, my events are never the same, like ever, ever, ever the same. And this event, I'm like, wow, what could I do new? What, what could I create new? What, what would be exciting? What would push me outside of the box? And, and for me, having that space of pure creativity to be in the flow is what allows my visionary to flourish and to, to be fully expressed. And so having spaces for you to be in, in pure creation is critical for, for that visionary. Um, and so that's, th those are some really important things about the visionary. And I don't think that we have time 
on this call for the healer and the oracle. Um, but what I, the main thing that I want to emphasize of this entire conversation as we kind of, you know, kind of gear up for the close is, is this idea that any time you feel stuck in your life, any time you feel like you're not getting the result or that you feel like you're not feeling fulfilled, it's because one of these personalities inside of you is feeling repressed. And in learning how to understand these energies inside of you, it helps you to realize that the more you can activate those certain things, the more you can not only get the results, but find the fulfillment that you really deeply desire. And so if you're looking at your life and saying, wow, I'm just feeling like really stuck. I'm not making any money in my business. It's like, okay, which of these personalities needs to be nurtured so that it can be moved forward? And maybe it's like, okay, I realize that I get to really allow my warrior to take charge and, and to focus on specific tasks which will make me money today, period, Right. And to learn how to love that. And, you know, sometimes when people do the personality test, they feel like they're being put in a box. Well, the personality test said that I'm an oracle or the personality test said I'm, I'm a visionary. No, that's not what it says at all. It says that this tends to be the energy that you lead from. And that's really important because that's going to be your natural strength that you bring to the world. And, and the more you align with that strength, the more your gifts will flourish and the more you can naturally, you know, create your own unique impact. And what it also says is that all of these other areas in your life are parts of who you are too that maybe have been dormant or haven't been activated. And, and I really, really have felt in my life that the more I've understood this, the more I've learned how to be a conscious creator, the more I've recognized that I'm all of these and I'm not just part of them. I'm, I'm 100% oracle. I'm 100% warrior. I'm 100% visionary. And I'm a 100% healer. And I get to consciously choose how I want to experience and, and step into this. Um, and and I, I, I feel like that's a really valuable principle for a lot of people because they sometimes feel trapped in a box feeling like they, they can't get results because they're not something specific. Any final thoughts you want to add, Chris? Actually, I think that you covered it really, really well. Um, the more we understand these personalities, I guess one of the final thoughts that I would give, Gerald, is that when I meet people, one of the first things that I ask myself is, who is this person in front of me? What do they need? And, you know, within the first minute, I'm really working on trying to decode, you know, who is this that is in front of me? And I find that if you're intentional, within a minute, you can gain a greater understanding of, of who this person is in front of you by taking a moment to just breathe in their essence to see the greatness in them and to watch them interact with you can be very revealing of the type of personality they're in. And, are, there, um, are there any specific questions, Chris, you use when you're asking to kind of, to kind of unveil like their, their personality type? Is there any specific questions you ask? The only one that I ask is tell me more. Because yeah. really, I think that it all comes in, it's, it's not so much in getting them to reveal it, as much as simply seeking to understand them and having the yeah. intention of wanting to listen and understand. So just, just and, being and able to witness people. 
Yeah, and, and I think that as you, as you tune into what are the core values, as you start listening to them, they'll, they'll reveal themselves to you. Because as you ask questions like, wow, why is that important to you? What do you enjoy most about that? What do you feel like are your greatest strengths? All of these things, they'll start sharing with you which of these dominant personality traits they, they reside in most of the time. And, and then from there, you just have this easy framework to be able to connect with them in a way that really, really honors them and allows you to, to build a deeper level of trust and appreciation with them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Daryl, thank you so much for being on the line. And this was super instructive. I really appreciate the time that you've taken to decode and help us better remind us, you know, it's, it's one thing to have an understanding of what personality type we tend to dominate with or which ones we're developing. Um, I would encourage everyone to today to practice leveraging this information with every person that you meet. Try to understand them better as you communicate with them and as you're, as you, you know, whether you're working on a, on a sale or a deepening a bond or a relationship or uh, simply trying to understand better who they are in relation to the world and you and them. Understand, um, understand their personality type. Understand their drivers, what motivates them. And uh, I think it's going to lead to far more successful interaction. So, Gerald, yeah. thank you so much. And, really and I appreciate it. And I, I want to I encourage people to take that, that one step further. And I would invite you to engage with a couple people today just to really get to know them and understand and, and figure out which of these core personalities they reside in, and then to give them an invitation to come to the next Limitless, to step into that where it's like, oh, my gosh, you need to come. You'll love this. It's a powerful movement. We're always looking for leaders. I think you'd be an amazing contribution to this, right? And invite that warrior. For the visionary, it's like, this is going to be so much fun. You're going to grow. You're going to have the most fun you've ever had in your life. And invite them and practice not just understanding, but applying that to the space of influence. And for the healers, just talking about the deep connection and, and love that you feel and, and maybe even acknowledging them with expressing the greatness I see in you. And for the oracles, helping them know that there's a practical system and framework to help them to create more mastery in their life. Go out, connect with people. And this is the biggest key, connect with people, but then give them an invitation to come to the next limitless. And from that space, you'll notice how easy it is to influence people when you really understand them. Awesome. I love it. Hey, Stephen, are you there? I sure am. All right, we've wrapped up for the day, and um, Gerald just did an incredible job here teaching us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Gerald. Really appreciate that. And everyone, just by way of uh, reminder, again, we've got May 5th. If you've got your calendars out, you want to get those, uh, get those pens moving. We've got May 5th, the Abundance Dinner at Chris's home at 6 p.m. To register, go to LimitlessMentor.com. We've got our new six-figure mentor event, May 25th and 26th. We've got the Marriage Makeover event, August 17th through the 19th. Again, that is for married couples, but you can go ahead and register as well at LimitlessMentor.com. And then we've got uh, our May Limitless coming up the 17th through the 19th of May uh, with our guest speakers, Ann Webb and Stacey Harmer. Definitely don't want to miss out on that. Everyone, have a fantastic week. Let's go ahead and go out in true Limitless fashion. I'm going to go ahead and unmute everybody. Yeah. All right, everyone's unmuted on the count of three. Let's get a piece of I am on the count of three. One, two, three. I am I am I am I am I am I am